0: The following is an actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast featuring a bunch of nerds stuck in their homes across the country. Listener discretion is advised. We don't know what the hell they're going to come up with next. This is Call of the Deep.
1: Hello to all my guys, gals and non-binary pals of audio podcast land and welcome to another episode of Call of the Deep, a Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast. You are currently listening to the dulcet tones of the dungeon master of this game. My name is Mikey. You can follow me on my personal social medias at pop culture geek. You can also f- collectively follow us here at d Vibe Tribe Productions across social media as well. Make sure to give us a like and follow to stay up to date on all the projects we got going on. We got lots of actual play podcasts and a few pop culture ones. So it's something for everybody. As always, I am joined by my insanely talented, insanely intelligent, insanely pain in the asses of my players. So we're going to go around and do some introductions real quick, and then we will jump into tonight's episode proper. So, eeny meeny miny mo Wesley, once again, you will be the first to go.
2: Hi, hey, I'm, uh, I'm Wesley, and I'm playing Amino Akid, the still newish guy who has uh, trouble picking out colors of jelly beans. So that's going to be fun later on. That's, uh, that's about it.
1: All right. Next person to give their introduction is going to be Jace. How's it all going, guys? I'm JC Vanguard from TikTok.
3: You can find me there, or you can find me here causing madness in his games as Tydek. I am a fighter sorcerer with a little spice at the end. I I, I don't like motion.
1: Blech! Yes, don't get Tidac on the sea, which is going to be very interesting when we get there eventually. Next player to give their introduction is going to be Josh L.
4: Hello there. My name's Josh. Uh, I'm one of the many Joshes on this channel. You can just go ahead and call me Veren Hammerstone. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I'm a dwarven grandfather and great-grandfather who's out seeking to find stories to tell the little ones in years to come. He's a ranger. He's having a good time with this band of youngins he's found that are kind of uh, just here with him. He did buy quite a few of those jelly beans, so we'll see what he can get into being an old man handing out jelly beans.
1: Uh, that's I, I can't wait. This that's gonna be fun. All right, next player to get their little introduction is going to be the one and only JVL. Uh, I'm John Van Luling. I am playing the simic hybrid druid human
0: being uh, who is. Uh, uh Yeah, so that's me and I'm playing that guy.
1: While we continue on with introductions, next person to give their intro is going to be Amador.
5: Hi, it's Amador, your favorite normal guy. Uh, I don't have anything to plug, and today I'll be playing your favorite ankle-biting goblin, Corvus.
1: You better be careful because he will bite your ankles. He will bite the ankles. Of course, we are joined by one more player, but they are currently having technical difficulties. So really quickly, I will do their introduction. Uh, Last player that is joining us tonight, last but certainly not least, is Josh M. You can find him on TikTok and Instagram at MG Preacher. And he is also in a plethora of other Vibe Tribe productions. So make sure to check those out and make sure to also... Check out his socials. This is a great time. And he will be playing Dedic, our paladin, our ASMR paladin. So this is going to be a fun time. We are down one player tonight. Our good old Professor Crosswave, who plays Fila, our rogue, is not here. You can go follow him on the TikToks and the Instagram at uh, John Crosswave. Spell it as it is sound. It is a lot of to- introductions out of the way. Let us get into a quick recap of what happened last time. So pretty much what happened last time on Call of the Deep is we had our very first long shopping episode. You guys met with Valentine, Valentine, whatever you want to call him. He prefers either. He don't care. Uh, <laughs> you guys made your way to his little shops at the festival grounds. You guys got to try out a lot of the free samples of all the different kind of concoctionary sugary treats that he had you guys ended up buying a good chunk of it and in addition what our uh druid over here hugh got to score some pretty uh nice little item which whenever that comes into play this is going to be a lot of fun so after successfully doing your little shopping trip uh, Valentine kind of pointed the rest of you guys to make your way over to the big top tent, which is kind of hosting an event from one of the bigger island nations, which Tidak, after hearing the name of said island nation, made the connection in his brain through his uh hungover stupor that this is related to the Rajani twins, the ones who kept him captive and did all sorts of experiments and tragic backstory, which you should go listen to previous episodes to find out exactly what happened it's an interesting it's time not I'll stop you know you loved it, don't lie
3: no no, it's not that it's just torturous that's all it is,
1: but anyways, once making their way into the tent, they m- were met with a Heodon named Wick who was finishing putting the kind of stage inside of the arena together and after collecting some signatures for the uh testing of said stage and combat wick introduced to what is about to go down as cross combat and that is where we're going to currently pick up so once again wick kind of just finalizes everything and says uh all right then uh so uh really quickly uh let me explain how this is going to work so in cross combat we have uh, three divisions uh, in order to make it fair we usually have all the physical fighters fight each other we usually have all the magic users fight each other and then if you're a little bit of both uh, we kind of just throw you in in this last division and kind of see what happens so uh by the looks of it, it seems that for the most part most of you are magic users and uh there's a few There's like one or two of you that is more suited to both magic and, uh, physical prowess. So I think we can divide this up nicely. So, uh, I will randomize all the teams. So let's see what we have here. So since we have, uh, hmm, how do I want to do this? Ah, since we have a good even number of people here, we will... Divide you up evenly, so I have randomly selected so uh a Mr. Tydak. where are you good, sir? Yeah Ah, <laughs> oh, good. uh Tydak, you will be uh going up against. you know what? this should be interesting. Tydak, I'm going to... you have randomly been paired with to go up against a uh, Mr. Amino akid is that correct, sir? Yep. Yep. Alrighty. so that will be your fight. Uh, and then a, uh, Mr. Bedden.
4: Is that you, good sir? Well, that would be me, lad.
1: Okay. And you will be going up against, uh, looks down towards you. Uh, Corvus, is that correct? That's me. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay, which means that our final pairing is going to be a Mr. Uh, Hugh, and kind of looks at you, Hugh. And, uh, is that you? Yes. Yeah, I am Hugh. Okay. And then, Hugh, you will be going up against uh, uh, Mr. Dedic uh, as he looks over to you, Dedrick. Hey, That's the name. All righty. So that is going to be uh, all the pairings. So let me explain how this is going to work. So f- from uh, the stage, Wick kind of carries a little tray. And it has uh, these sort of kind of similar built necklaces, uh, all kind of very... Simple kind of like metallic, like silver chain and on it is like a little emblem of a shield with different colored gems in the middle of it. Uh, So cross combat works a little differently. So instead of fighting each other and trying to kill each other, uh, we try to keep things safe here. But uh, that's why we're testing these out, because I need to make sure that these little buggers work. But here's how cross-combat's going to work. So, uh, first, I'm going to need all of you to put on these necklaces for me, and then I will explain exactly what these are and how this is going to work. So, uh, if actually, you will be so I'd, kind. I'd prefer, I'd prefer to know, know, to know what, what I'm putting on before I actually put
0: it on my person and get stuck for some reason.
3: Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I, I did a I did a bad thing once. I'm not doing that again.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, certainly. So... Wick kind of takes one of the necklaces and puts it on and says, uh, let me see if I remember the code real quick. So kind of touches the different color gems. Right. There we go. If you don't know your own code,
0: we wanted to make sure of that first. Oh, fair and rolled an arcana check. Murder. (laughs) Murder Grandpa wants to know what we're about to do.
4: I like that. Murder. Grandpa. (laughs) Oh no. That's the new title.
1: We're giving him murder. Grandpa.
4: Such a or an order. MG for short. MG
1: for
4: short. MG, <laughs> oh, Jesus. So now we have but two anyway. Joshes and two MGs, and it's the same two people.
1: Why would you do this to me? No. Anyways, and so as Wick finishes touching the gems, you see at the center of this necklace, it begins to glow. And then you just hear a small kind of voice come from the necklace and says, analysis complete. Now activating cross-combat protocol, and as that finishes, you just see a kind of ethereal kind of shield cover uh, the front side of Wick. As this happens, Wick looks at you, it's like, right, so these necklaces, the way that cross-combat works is instead of physically trying to harm the other person you're still going to be fighting but uh the goal across combat is to reduce your opponent's shields down to zero as he kind of taps the uh necklace and above the shield shows like a counter each of you will start with a certain amount of quote-unquote health points, HP if you will, and the goal of cross combat is to be the first one to reduce your opponent's shield to zero. So that way you are attacking it instead of the actual person. Now, just like regular magic, if you use any healing spells, the healing will go towards your shield and you will heal your shields just like you would heal yourself. And other than that, pretty much anything goes. Your goal is to destroy your opponent's shields real quick and then once it re- whoever reaches uh, zero fuss is the loser and the other will be declared the winner. But other than that, it's pretty simple. Does anybody have any questions real quick?
3: So healing of any kind, is that is that going to affect the shield at all?
1: So mechanically speaking, any spell class feature Potion that you may or may not have any type of healing, regardless of where it comes from, whether it be a spell item, uh a class feature, it will still work, but mechanically speaking, it will be going towards repairing the shield instead of yourself. but mechanically, it still works the way. you'll still be able to heal, but it goes to the shield instead of you because cross combat your Shield is what's going is your lifeline in this thing.
2: So is the shield basically HP then? Yes. Okay, just making sure.
1: Does
4: that include temporary hit points?
1: That also includes temporary hit points.
4: It's jelly bean time. (laughs) Oh Jesus. (laughs) I got two reds, my first pack.
1: So uh does anybody else have any other questions? Blended. And Wick kind of says, now uh if you would be so kind to please put these on and I will activate the combat cross protocol
4: and just making sure uh, with my 19 arcana these are all the same uh, style pendant none of them are teleporters or anything that would be an enslaving collar device
1: yes so as you take a look at this uh necklace fed in it's as wick said you can just tell that it's just to activate the combat cross shields and kind of protect you as you compete in this. There's no teleporter. There's no tracking devices. There's nothing of that kind of, like, chicanery, tomfoolery going on with this. It's as Wick described. This is for the purpose. This necklace is for the combat cross event.
4: Cool. I just wanted to make sure, since, you know, our dragonborn friend did say the Rajani twins may have been behind this.
2: Yep. And just for a heads up, Mikey, uh, I rolled for the uh, uh, jelly beans, and I got the temporary hit points and the magic missile lightning resistance. Got one red, one yellow.
1: Oh, jeez. So, I'm assuming Amino is just, like, popping them like tic-tacs. So, really quickly, does anybody want to do any kind of, like, prep before we get into all this? So, or is everyone just ready to rumble? Orvis is ready to rumble. I'm ready (laughs) to fight. Sweet. Alrighty, so with everything said and done you guys grab your stuff you head into the arena and uh wick also kind of goes to a little terminal off to the side of it All right, let me see so let me just activate the stage and here we go and you can, uh, just uh clicks a button and as you guys are kind of paired off into your uh opponents the stage begins to kind of move around a little bit and transform as you guys notice that this stage begins to shift into different levels. So it's kind of like a three tier system. So each of you is on a good, probably like a good 20 by 20 uh, square platform. So the arena is big enough for you to move around a little bit and to kind of just work on like focus on the fighting. So, at the different height. Yeah. So basically it's, you have enough room for all of you guys to run around for your matches, but you're all separated enough where there won't be any crossfire from the other matches should it happen. So once again, the pairs are as follows Amino versus Tidak Fedin versus Corvus and Hugh versus (laughs) Dedic. So this is going to be very interesting. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, did are you say you're going to die? Weapons. Yes, you are using your own weapons, your own spells. Basically, the way that you, your, the way, your strategies that you use for if this was going to be another fight against a NPC or a enemy, I want you to take that approach, except you're going to be fighting another player, but nobody's going to die because that's what the shields are for. So, is everyone ready?
4: How many hit points do we each have?
1: Oh, that is an excellent question. So as each of you tap onto your necklace to activate the shield, you also see that there is a counter that each of your shields has 50 hit points. More than I usually have. Okay. Does anybody have any other questions? No questions, but I am terrified
6: because I'm going up against a veteran player.
1: You will be fine. Relax. You will be fine. You are much stronger than I am. Remember, this is fun, and plus, this is giving you an opportunity to test out your new level five abilities I'm and stuff.
3: For this guy, because I can fly, he
1: can't. Jace, do you remember what class Amino is?
3: No, I don't. I just I thought he was a minotaur. Oh, do you don't
2: remember worry. Remember what a uh, race he is, because uh, tieflings have wings.
1: <laughs> and he just bamped. He's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <how'd laughs> all of a sudden tie is transported out of nowhere oh my goodness
5: easy dub easy dub i'm easy,
1: easy dub so with no further questions i need everybody to please roll me some initiative
4: well that was a bad roll is this, oh, is this tournament, tournament
5: style i think that was my question is this tournament style or are we only doing one one v one
1: it's like a one-on-one kind of offshoot so Okay, so we're only worrying
5: about one round. So we can blow our hypothetical load right now.
4: If you want to. (laughs) Our massive load.
1: Oh my god, you guys are immature and I love it. What do you expect? Okay, so let's go through. So Amino, what did you get?
2: 22.
1: Ooh, okay. I got a dirty 20. Okay, well that answers my next question. So Tidak, you got a dirty 20. Ooh. Okay, Fedin, what did you end up getting? Nine. Nine. I'm Corvus. what did you get? 13, sweet. Okay, that just leaves Hugh. What did you get? 6. Oh, buddy.
2: <laughs> My initiative is
1: plus 4. Holy crap, dude. If they sold
2: mine but I got lucky and rolled
1: an 18. That is true. And then finally Dedic, what did you have for your initiative, bud? 30, 19. Holy crap. Okay, so let me just put you all in. So here's how it's going to work. So normally, when you roll initiative, you go in the order that you rolled. But because this is one-on-one, we're going to be jumping from the three. Well, we'll say that all this is happening simultaneously. But since you're on a one-on-one, whoever rolled the (laughs) highest will get to go first in each of these. Okay, so you're clearing off
3: the initiative as in. Me and Amino will have our initiative, and then the next set will have their initiative for uh, high and low, blah, 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 right? Uh,
1: Essentially. So this is going to be a good old time. I'm really interested to see who comes out on top. So this is going to be fun. Okay. So with all that written in order now. Alrighty. So Amino, you are first up.
2: Okay. First thing he does is he looks across and says, I don't want to take any offense to this. This is all part of a game. It's all part of a game. And in my defense, it was your idea as how far away or how far apart are we in these?
1: So, on the area that you are, it's a 20 by 20 kind of like grid light structure. You guys are within 30 feet of each other. So,
6: perfect. Fighters to your
2: corners. (laughs) So, uh, going to roll to hits from where I'm at. Ooh,
1: what are you hitting him with?
2: Witch bolt? So, uh, does eighteen hit? <laughs> sure. Okay, sorry. And
1: don't apologize.
2: Yeah, I'm We're Canadian. I have to. It's part of my part of my genetic makeup. Like telling a bird you can't have wings. Uh, Twenty-three points of lightning damage.
0: Ooh!
5: <laughs> In the words of the
3: Flex Seal commercial, oh, that's a lot of damage. I'm going to use my emotional my reaction mm-hmm. to. Uh, Use, burn up one of my sonic
1: points to reduce the damage by 1d6 plus 1. Oh, damn, that's right. I forgot you could do that.
2: <laughs> just going to grind this one out, I think. It's going to be the way it goes.
1: It's going to be a battle.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> really? It's 2. I rolled a 1 oh. on the d6. So I take, what, not 23, I take 21, then?
1: Yes, yes, you do. Damn, out the gate, Amino is just no
2: mercy. <laughs> and then he's up. Because he can fly, so up he goes.
1: All righty, so Tydak it is your turn to respond to this. So <laughs> I'm going to
3: <laughs> uh, pull my glaive out, cast Gem Flight, so I have my wings as a as my bonus action. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to fly up to him. I'm going to swing on him with my glaive. You could most certainly try. <laughs> um, I mean, unless he has a AC better than 22, I'm going to hit him. Nope, you got me. And that's 11 damage.
1: Okay, cool. So 11 damage. That leaves the shield with 13.
2: Plus uh, 10 temporary hit points. That's right. Oh, that's,
1: that's right. So <laughs> and I'm
3: going to action surge.
1: <laughs> right
3: off the bat.
1: Gosh right. dang, bro.
3: I'm going to. All right, I'm going to hit him again with the glaive. Good. Hopefully. Glaven. And that was a fail. Unless you have a H, uh, what's your AC yet? Seventeen. Yeah, I hit. I failed that.
2: And I forgot for the first one, uh, there's gonna be a hellish rebuke.
3: Oh I shit!
2: Oh <laughs> shit! Oh shit! I
3: also forgot the, uh, I also forgot the sonic strike that happens when I get hit with my weapon. Add <laughs> it on. If you got it, you add it on. Might as well. Yeah.
1: Might as well. So we'll resolve this. So Amino, the hellish rebuke does how much additional? Thirteen points of damage. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Gosh, dang, bro.
5: So that 34 points of damage was 21 plus a 13. So it's she's she's all right.
3: He's also going to take an additional four. Okay. That's some
5: respectable damage there.
3: Mm hmm. Minor hits is respectable. Yeah, his. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I have a small thing for warlocks. It's a they're the best and favorite class of mine.
1: I can see it's so good. Okay. So, that about wraps up that fight. So, the quote-unquote camera shifts as it focuses now on Corvus and Fedden. So, uh, Corvus, you are up first since you rolled higher than Fedden. So, what is your action? So,
5: uh, with all due respect, Fern, don't take it personally. I have a lot of respect for you. Um,
0: Murder, Grandpa. Murder, murder grandpa.
5: Grandpa. Um, so... Corvus is gonna draw his bow, and he's gonna knock a arcane shot and go for, uh, what is it called? A grasping arrow. So let's see if it hits. Does a nineteen hit?
4: Nineteen hits.
5: Okay. So, so I deal two d six poison damage.
4: Immune to poison.
5: Okay.
2: Oh. I will not deal 2d6 poison damage.
5: I will not deal 2d6 poison damage, but I will deal 2d6
4: sloshing damage.
0: Sloshing damage? Sloshing damage.
4: I had that wrong. Hang on, back up. I had that wrong. I apologize. I have advantage on poison saves, not immunity. Okay. You're resistant. Yes, I am resistant, so I take half.
5: Okay, so... The first one, I rolled a two and then a six, so it was eight. So for the poison damage, you would take four. And then with the slashing damage, you'll take five plus five is ten. And then I think it also
0: includes the arrows damage. I thought the slashing damage was you throwing a drink in his face. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. You don't
5: take the, you just take the four poison damage. My bad. I'm sorry about that. The four poison damage and then the. Four piercing damage. six piercing damage, and every time you uh your first move first time you take a movement of one foot you take two d six slashing damage and your movement is reduced to uh is reduced by ten
4: feet <laughs> get all that I did
5: okay, and then I'll use extra attack to <laughs> just shoot a regular arrow that is twenty three hits and then 6 more uh, piercing damage. And that is the end of my turn.
1: Cool. Okay. So with that, Fettin, it is now your go.
4: <laughs> it is indeed.
1: Tell me about these vines. Hey.
5: It says a creature hit by an arrow takes uh 2d6 poison. Its, reduced, its speed is reduced by 10 feet and it takes 2d6 slashing damage. The so first time on each of its turn in one foot or more, the brambles last for one minute until you... uh Oh, you can remove them with a athletics check. DC 11.
4: Okay. They are attached to me, not the ground. Correct. So moving out of this square would not mean I leave the brambles. They would follow me where I go unless I remove them with the athletics check. Correct. Is that an action?
3: Uh,
5: Uses an action to remove them, yes.
4: Okay. I wanted to make sure. It seems you've got me a bit pinned down, lad. It's a fair attack. See if you can handle my rebuttal. No, I don't think. As I can. he pulls his own bow and shoots two arrows, first ten, second thirteen to hit. Thirteen, 13 hits, hit, ten damage. Okay. And bonus action, a hummingbird glowing bright green appears five feet in front of me and flies over to me. And as it does, I take five points of healing as I cast healing spirit. Ooh I really
5: like that it's a hummingbird.
4: Yeah, it was gonna be that or a reward, And I I got an idea in my head about that time for a hummingbird aracoca that only eats mead. Sugar water. Yes, it, it was literally a drunken monk aracoca that is size small. I cannot get that out of my head and I'm having to build hummingbird aracoca from scratch. Alright, so that is my
1: turn. Excellent. Okay. So once again, as these two skirmishes are happening, the camera then is going to cut down to the third and lowest tier where we see Hugh and Vedic kind of just getting ready to square off. So uh, Hugh and Vedic, would you like to say any words before we get properly started? They put us on the lowest
0: tier as if there's a bad value judgment about us. I don't think we're the lowest tier personally. I know. I find it quite insulting myself. Indeed, let's show up our other other party mates here and show them what we're made of. Let's. let's. Okay.
6: So, Dedek, you are first. So, what would you like to do? After you, I'm just going to get into a guarded position. I'm going to kind of half step in in front of me, bring my shield up, and kind of have uh, my sword kind of resting on the top of my shield.
1: Okay. So, you get into your stance. So, what would your action like? What would you like your action to be?
6: So thought that would be an action, so I didn't think after that.
0: Come on, unarmed strike. Come on, unarmed strike. <laughs> just fight.
1: Just fight. Just
6: fight. Bare knuckle box. <laughs> <laughs> we just throw our state. weapons away
4: and just start boxing. How <laughs> my do my I strength. like my steak? Next <laughs> to my other steak.
0: With my strength of plus zero, I would totally win that fight.
4: Uh, the odds might be in your favor. You never know. If my computer will cooperate.
6: Oh, no. I <laughs> I'm gonna see if I have any type of spells I can use as an action. Like
0: you while we're waiting for that. How far apart are we? Just so I know.
1: Again, the field is like a twenty by twenty, it's big enough, and I will say for the sake of it, each of the combatants are about thirty feet apart from each other. Cool.
4: If it's twenty by twenty, it's basically four square by four square. We're starting in opposite corners. We like play Uh a
6: game of four square.
4: Of doom! Which is one of the interesting things about D and D. Even though it's four by four, it's a non uh, what's the term non Euclidean environment. So you don't go five ten. No, non Euclidean is the is the uh, is the fluid.
0: Uh, that's Newtonian. That's, that's, that's Newtonian. Neuclidean. Yeah, uh, Euclidean is, it, the, is the
4: linear. Yes, yeah, non Euclidean. So you can actually move ten feet in a diagonal direction and be close to somebody who's twenty feet away.
6: <laughs> okay, um, out of curiosity, I can just hold my action, couldn't I?
1: I mean, you can. I wouldn't recommend it this early in the fight, but now I know you say you I'm giving yeah, my,
6: fighting, uh, uh, my fighting preference.
1: I mean, you could. Oh, yeah, I forgot about your fighting style. I mean, if that's what you want to do, go for it.
6: Yeah, I'm going to do that. Right, question, uh, if I do a reaction, can I do a bonus action at the same time?
1: No, so remember, the way that reactions work is you're reacting to whatever he was about to do, you do that, but you don't get anything after that, because technically, you use your reaction on Hugh's turn, and you're reacting to whatever he's throwing at you. Okay. So, if you want to, you can do a bonus action and then use to hold as your regular action, should you wish.
0: You just have to say what you're holding for.
1: Yeah.
6: Okay, so, hypothetically... Um, if I say I want to ready a thunderous smite, could I do that? God damn! <laughs> damn, yes.
1: Yes. So, as a bonus action, you can activate thunderous smite. So that comes into play, and then as your regular action, you can. You need to verbally say, it, but you're, you you got to explain how you're holding your action. But yeah, you can use thunderous smite. <laughs> okay. I I actually would like to prepare
6: that because I haven't used that. Once? Yeah, do it. No, God, this will be awesome. Do it.
1: This is going to be great. Okay, so as a bonus action, you're going to cast Thunderous Smite Jesus Christ. He charges up. He goes like saying on his freaking sword. Uh, <laughs> though it's not uh, going to take I, like 20 episodes to get yeah, the final no. attack off.
5: <laughs> He's just in a power stance like, and it's just holding the lightning.
1: Uh, for cosmetics, when
6: he gets, uh, when Daruk gets down into his guarded position, you can faintly hear him like some sort of muffled prayer or chant, and that's how he prepares that thunderous smite. We'd, we'd love to see ominous. it.
0: That's not ominous at all. <laughs> not at all. I, I'm not uh, seeing my death staring me down the le- freaking barrel right now.
5: <laughs> Electric
1: pipes are more effective against water types,
0: just saying. They, they are, <laughs> they are indeed.
1: Oh gosh. Okay, so then, as your action, Dedic, you need to verbally describe what exactly you're holding for. <laughs> Short and simple. I am just
4: waiting for Hugh to strike. Uh, waiting for him to get in range. Mm-hmm.
6: <laughs> yeah, wait. I'm waiting to see the whites of his eyes, even though he's got. I have no white Black eyes. as a gold. Black eyes. <laughs> eyes.
1: <laughs> waiting <laughs> to see the
6: blacker of his black eyes, so to speak.
1: Okay, so you hold your stance, you cast thunderous smite, you can hear the faint crackling of your weapon. Well, Hugh, you can hear the faint crackling, both of you can hear the faint crackling of, like, electricity moving along the weapon as that it readies to strike when you get into rage. But, with that being said, Hugh, it is now your go. Now, I can't back up anywhere, I'm at the edge of the the range, right? That is correct.
0: I'm going to say to him... You seem very powerful, uh, but now you see me, now you don't. And I'm going to cast Sleet Storm. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I'm going to place it at 10 feet in front of me, so it goes out <laughs> in the 40-foot radius all the way around him. Oh, my gosh, dude. So now, uh, for, for you, uh, Vedic, um, you are, now I'll just describe what this does if you don't know what this does. Uh, basically, uh, there's a 40-foot radius of a Sleet Storm going on. Everything is heavily obscured, so you can't see. Um, all flames are doused. And then uh, as we get into the next part of the turn, I'll let you know what you have to do. (laughs) But no no damage is done to you. Jeez Louise. And yeah. And then I'm just gonna, now I'm gonna, (laughs) Uh, let's see here. What is my
1: uh, other things I can do? Yep. That's all I'm going to do for now. Alrighty. So that ends your turn then. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. so, Quote unquote, being back at the top of the order, camera goes back up to Tidak and Amino duking it out. So, Amino, it is your turn. All righty. Um,
2: so, Tidak, can you roll me a wisdom save, please? Sure. Give me
1: I, one minute. I'm intrigued and terrified about what's about to go down because <laughs> this is my first time getting to see Amino in action. So, this is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. 15.
2: That would be a fail. So, you hear in your head, and take 24 points of psychic damage as dissonant whispers go slamming into your
0: head
2: (laughs) with that
1: i fall okay no (laughs) so yeah actually i mean ominous since technically you dealt the killing blow now remember the shield is what's being destroyed but how do you want to do this
3: Use a knockback feature. Use a knockback feature. I want to fall to, all the way to the bottom so they see me. So I, you know, drop down, walk up, stick my hand down, and go, I'm sorry,
2: mate. It was a good fight, though. I mean, just need help up. Need help you on your feet. Yeah,
3: that was a hard fall. Uh, it was the first time I've lost in a long time. Oh,
2: <sighs> Sorry, mate, but while I'm at it, have you heard the good word about my lord and savior, Cthulhu? Tentacle Monster can stay to himself. Okay, he stays to himself. Don't worry.
1: Oh, my God. No more hentai. There's always room for hentai. What you talking about, bro? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. All righty. And so, yeah, as that shield shatters, you guys finish up and you guys feel your stage beginning to move back down to the ground as the other two stages begin to kind of shift a little bit everything's still on there but now they're being risen a little more now that one of them is done so we're gonna come back to our next fight Corvus, it is your turn okay
5: uh so i'm gonna do my first attack and that will determine what happens next so first arrow 22 hits hits so when uh I hit with a weapon attack. I'm going to use my martial adept feature. I'm going to use my maneuver disarming attack so I can use one of my, um, expend one of my superiority dice. So I'm going to do the damage first. So the damage for the arrow is 1d8. So that'll be four piercing plus another three damage. for so, so seven damage in total. And now can you make me a strength saving throw? Sure. I'm sure you have proficiency in that.
4: I did, but it doesn't help when you roll three. Nine.
5: Nine, you are, uh, so now you are disarmed. DC was 14. Okay. And then I'm going to knock another arrow.
4: So the bow falls to the ground. Yes.
5: Another 22, and that deals 11 piercing damage. And that is all I got. Okay. Dang.
1: That's a good chunk of damage.
4: Yeah, not bad. Mm-hmm. Hummingbird is in my area. Start of my turn, so I take another D six of healing. Ooh, it's automatic. No move needed, and that is a full six.
5: Ooh, Ooh. slow chunking. Slow chunking.
4: Let's see here. I have a couple options. It's two D six. Anytime I move more than one foot, right? So Farron takes one big hand, grabs oh, no. the thorny arrow, and pulls it out, throws it to the side. And oh man. Move action closes to close quarters as I'm moving up and pulls my great axe off my back. God! Oh damn. <laughs> you wanted like, to take the bow away, lad. You shouldn't have done that. Murder grandpa, let's go. <laughs> that was an action and a move. I don't have that on this character. I've already got... Oh, I need to make that save. Um, Let me make sure I did get that healing. After all, you hit me twice. So that's two saves. Yes, I make both saves for concentration to keep the spell up. So healing uh, spirit is maintained, and I do get that six points back. It was, <laughs> it was close. I, did, I got an exact ten on one of them.
5: Oh, jeez.
4: And uh, so that came out to be a twelve, and I have to beat a ten or half damage dealt on a single attack, which everyone is higher dang I'm now in your face with a great axe, ready to go. All you have to do is step away from me and I get a free swing
1: <laughs> battle of archers here this isn't a battle of archers that's my it, what it it started that way, but now murder grandpa murder grandpa vedin has come into the fight, so this is would be like. it was at this moment, Corvus realized he done fucked up.
0: (laughs) You're probably wondering how I got here.
1: Oh, I cannot wait to see what happens next turn. But anyways, so with that, camera cuts back to Dedek and Hugh. So
0: So two things have to happen now. Yep. For the thunderous smite, you need to roll me a con save or lose your concentration. Con save?
1: Yep, so you're just rolling a constitution... Uh so a constitution saving throw, so roll a d twenty and you add your constitution modifier to it. the saving throw, which is a three
4: okay. is it constitution or concentration
1: so it's a constitu it says here
0: constitution saving throw against my d c or lose their concentration ah okay, so
4: this is specific to your action, not his spell To
0: the, to the sleet storm, I have him in okay I
4: can't see and'm got it. His concentration got, it. With his got it uh let's
6: see. 14 plus 3, so that'd be a 17. 14. You beat my DC, so you
0: hold on to your Thunderous Smite. Now roll a Dex saving throw. Oh. Because you're in a terrain covered in ice, so it's difficult terrain, and if you fail, you're going to be knocked prone.
6: I'm apparently also not losing prone. concentration
1: then. Oh, shit.
5: <laughs> knocked prone, baby. Perfect. Oh, the turntables.
0: <laughs> so you are on your back, you still have a crackling sword, but you're on your back, and you can't see me, and you can't hear me, you don't know where I am. And you funny know. enough,
1: and funny enough, it is now your turn, that so because you are knocked prone, you have to use half of your movement to get back up.
0: Isn't it uh, more than that, because it's technically difficult terrain, he's got to get up on ice? Hmm. Basically using three quarters of his movement to get up?
1: Yes, that's what I was going to agree with, so three quarters of his movement... Yeah, I'm
6: going to get up and get back up on my feet as as fast as I can.
1: So, you use three quarters of your movement, so I'm going to say... (laughs) I mean, you could move like a good five feet, but you don't know where the hell Hugh is at this point. How
6: big was the radius of that uh,
0: storm? 40 40 foot radius, and it's 20 feet to me where you thought I was to get out of that sleet storm. Because I put it right (laughs) on you.
1: And you only have five feet of poop it, so you're going to still be in it when you, if you move.
0: Noob versus veteran plan. It's not even a noob thing. I just, I literally just got this entire spell, and I knew that like this is what I got to get against Mikey. It wasn't to go against you.
6: Well, one, I want to try to get back into my guarded stance again, if possible. Go for it.
1: I mean, you can. But then there's not really much else you can do. <laughs> yeah. So is that what you would like to do, Dedic?
6: Screw it! Yeah, I have no idea what I'm doing. You're
0: doing hey, that's You're fair. You, you can look through. Take your time. It's fine. Figure it out. I'm okay. So then, with that being said, Hugh, it is now your turn. Perfect. I'm going to move five feet, just so he doesn't know where I am, and then I am going to use my acid spit. Uh, oh damn! Acid <laughs> so, as an action, I spray a stream of acid, uh, targeting. A creature uh, in thirty feet. Target takes. All right, so you got to roll another dex saving throw for me. Hey, can you see him? I don't think so. Actually, that is the problem that I'm learning it right now. I think I can't see him within it either. So that may not work. It's have heavy obscurity inside of it, but
2: you could always try to spit where he wa- you thought he was at a. Uh, you have this target,
3: the
0: creature though. That's the problem with that. It has to be one I can see. So I don't think I can do that actually. So I'm gonna come and. In... Yep. No. So I'm gonna instead of that. Let's take that away. I can't see him. I'm not going to do it, so it would have to be a 50% uh, anyways. I'm just going to cast a Tidal Wave.
6: Why not? Holy shit, dude! (laughs) A-O-E. Make a deck save. Nice, you better be nice to me. What I thought was a 7 turns out to be because of this lousy light. Uh, (laughs) That was actually a 17 plus 2.
0: Damn. So you save, which is good. So you only take half damage and you're not knocked prone again.
6: Hey, I did a thing.
1: Uh, wait, what wait. level are you casting this at? This is third. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Third level.
6: This sucks. I don't think I have any third level spell. I think most I got is second level.
0: So that is 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Was that already halved? That is halved, yeah. Uh, it would have oh. been 26. Oh, my gosh. I didn't roll that well, actually, on, on the damage, but that's okay. That is alrighty. You said 13? 13 points of bludgeoning damage, yep. Okay, Okay, and with
1: that, uh, that is the end of your turn, Hugh? Yes, it is. Okay, so back to Corvus. It is now uh, your back, bud, so what are you going to do? Murder Grandpa is in your face with the axe. (laughs) May have something. This is really hard.
5: If I take disengage, that doesn't mean I can't take any other actions after, correct?
1: If you disengage and you can't take any
4: other actions after that... Uh, that is an action. You mm-hmm. still have your move. Okay, so... And you still have a bonus action if you have anything for a bonus action. But you do mm-hmm. lose your attack ability for this round.
5: Okay, so I'm going to use the goblins. But, okay, so if I can use this disengage as a bonus action, I can still attack.
4: If you have something that makes it a bonus action, yes, you can.
5: So nimble escape for goblins. I can take uh, the disengage action as a bonus action. So I'm going to move as far away from you as possible.
4: <laughs> which is 30 feet, my maximum feet. move speed. We're on 20 by 20 square. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. best oh, you can yeah. get away from me is 15 feet, because I'm in your corner now.
1: It's like sidestep, be like, ah,
4: ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere you go, you're 15 feet away from me.
5: Okay, then I'm going to use my first arrow and an attack. Uh, 23, that hits. That hits. Okay, so I'm going to expend... A uh, superiority die to do a trip attack.
4: Alright, what do I roll?
5: It's a strength saving throw. And you take... And I'm going to do damage while you get that.
4: Wow, I am rolling crap on these. So that's an 11 with a plus 5.
5: Uh, the DC is 14. So I am tripped. So you're prone. Uh, So for my bow's damage, it is... 5 plus 3 is... Eight, so you take eight piercing plus another four, and then with my second attack, I'm going to use my last arcane shot and use another grasping arrow. So now that he's prone, do I get advantage on attacks or no?
4: Well, I I would say only on melee, is it only disadvantage, it's disadvantage Mm -hmm. range attacks.
5: Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. It's worth the attempt. 19 for the first one, 17 for the second one.
4: So 17 plus 8, needs my AC. 25. Okay. Oh,
5: yeah. So 2d6 damage, which is poison. So that's half. So you take one poison damage plus four plus three is seven. Then I'm going to use my theory of the small since you are category large. Size larger than I am, and you take an extra five damage. So, again, if you take one foot more to move, it's 2d6 sashin, and that's the end of my turn.
1: Okay, so that was good. Okay, fed in. It is now your go.
4: <laughs> I made both concentration checks, so the healing spirit comes over to my square and casts its healing spell. I gain three back. Since you've got me on this one, lad. You're a skilled archer. And a bit of an escape artist if I say so. Try. But I don't like not giving it my all. So I'm at least gonna try to see this through to the end.
5: He's about to like bear crawl his way to me, and it's gonna be really intimidating.
4: Athletics 19 to rip the grasping arrow out of me again. The grasping arrows out. Uh stand up half my movement. And so I move ten feet to be right in front of you again. I'm the go- kite! The healing spirit dissipates because it's healed me three times now. That's the maximum it can do. And I draw a symbol in the air with my finger. And it launches onto your forehead, Corvus. And you oh, are now marked.
1: Mark. Oh, this is going to get ugly next turn.
4: <laughs> yeah, because uh, if I hit him one time, I'm doing a d12 plus a d8 plus a d6 now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get one shot with that.
1: <laughs> it's like you better make this count. So that is the end of Fedden's turn. So we go back to Dedek versus Hugh. Please make a con uh, save.
6: Con save, right? Yep. That is a 22. You keep your uh, Thunder Smite and then make me a deck save, please. Oh oh, oh! oh, thank the dice gods. Okay, so that's not a 22, that is a 21.
0: So you're going to stay standing and you're not, you're not falling prone again. So you are all set. Marcus. I'm still standing. So it's going to take half your movement. Uh, it's going to cost double, basically double to get out of where you're going. So if you move 30 feet, you can only move 15 right now.
6: And Hugh, um, question. Yes. What type of being are you? Uh, you? You're not classified as like a fiend or anything, are you? No. Dang it. Well, that messes up my plans. I was going to try to use divine sense to sense where you're at.
0: Your gods cannot touch Dagon's love. Sorry,
6: I'm just going to try to in my guarded my guarded stance. I'm going to try to advance forward about ten feet.
0: You're still within the within the uh the cloud.
6: Uh oh yeah, that's right. You said it would take me two moves to get out of it, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, full full fifteen feet then. Still within the cloud, as
0: as far as you know, you're still within the cloud.
6: If this is IRL time, about how long how, how long has passed?
4: Twenty-four
6: seconds. Oh, okay, then I'm so good. Then I know this is just cosmetic. Uh, as I'm like wa- walking forward, I'm just straining to uh, straining to uh, see in front of me. I move up my full uh, my full fifteen feet, and I guess that'll be my turn.
1: Okay, so then
0: that leaves you to Hugh. <laughs> So uh, I was reading it more on sleet storm, just stuff like that. Yeah, he's heavily obscured. I can't see him, but I can make the the like a range attack at disadvantage for someone who's at cover. Basically, is what I can use. So they've got basically three quarters cover for me, if not that. So if I use my acid spit, that's basically it's a what is a fifty percentile dice or something like that. But I would like to use my
1: acid spit against where I think he is. I will say that you can try. I will say that you can, but because you can't see and you're shooting at where you think he would be, I'm going to have you roll uh, at disadvantage.
0: That's fine. Uh, uh, and we should probably keep that going forward if I put this up for people that are outside storms if I ever put them up. so. Mm-hmm. Alright, so I'll roll a disadvantage. Well, there isn't a roll on this. That's the thing. He's got to make a dex save against this thing. So basically for me, I'm just... Do you want to give him advantage on the, uh, the, the, um, the roll then?
1: Yeah, I think, I think we will. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so you need to make a dex save with advantage. So dex save. Deck save with advantage. Okay, gonna keep that
6: one in mind. Okay. Uh, a little, that'd be a
0: 18 total? Yep, so you take nothing, you, you just hear a sizzling, if you can, over the wind somewhere else. And then, yeah, I'm gonna move another 5 feet to my right. So I'm out of his, I'm like 15 feet away from where I think where out of game I know he's coming out of the thing. I'm
1: basically 15 feet of there, so I'm not even near him. Alrighty then. And then, Hugh, you said that would, that's gonna be the end, correct? That's blood, that's...
5: God, you're trying, Fedin. Uh, Again, I've blowed my hypothetical load. So now it's just a game of kiting. So first arrow is going to be a miss. Second arrow, miss. Corvus is going to kind of look at Fedin and be like, you know what? Today I do not want to get a headache. And kind of like draws like a little white handkerchief and waves it a little bit. I'm done. I'm not going to get my ass kicked.
1: Wait, you're just like, I'm done?
5: (laughs) Yeah, you know, like, when you see something that's menacing and you... You know, you've seen enough people... Corvus has seen enough people with that mark and seen what happened to them. There isn't a shield protecting them. And when he shot his two arrows, he's like, Nope, not going to take the chance. Not even a
1: little bit. So, you're throwing in the towel, so to speak. Yep. Okay. Okay. so as you declare your withdrawal from this (laughs) cross-combat, your shield just kind of just shatters (laughs) as what was remaining of your HP just drops to zero and the shield just shatters, which technically makes you Fettin' the winner (laughs) of this match.
4: You (laughs) had me down to five hit points. I (laughs) damn it all you had to do was hit me one more time and and roll at least two points with your adding, you would have gotten me down. Because I I, I rolled for the box, but I never actually said that I ate the two red jelly beans. So I wasn't going to add that extra 2d8 plus 8. That would have been cheating and retro doing. So... You had and five hit points to get through on me. Man, <laughs> it,
1: Murder Grandpa intimidated you into quitting.
4: <laughs> I'll
1: give him that. I'll give but him honestly, that. Honestly, <laughs> that's such a great moment. So, yeah. So
4: Sometimes it comes down to how you roleplay things. Murder <laughs> grandpa is he reaches up and he grabs is. the grasping arrow and rips it out of himself, <laughs> hands up with his axe, and closes ranks on you again. Oh, my goodness. And then puts the mark on you like, all right, we're serious now.
1: (laughs) I love it. So at this point, your guys's stage begins to go back down. You are joined with Tydeck and Amino as the four of you look on to the final thing going on. So we're going to go back to said final thing. So Dedek, it is your turn. So what would you like to do? Oh, this is going to be good. Oh, that's right. He's got to make a con-, con save first.
6: I remember this time. Yay. Uh, does a 16
0: make it? It does. So you keep yes. your under Smite. Now make a deck save for me. I got out my wisdom. My DC is too low. Uh, 19 total. That also makes it. So you're not prone. You are all fine. Still going to take you half your movement to get out of that
6: space. Okay. I'm going to let me know if I can do this. Uh, can I take my movement? And then I don't know if it's classified as a cantrip. Is lay, upon, uh, lay upon hands, is that a spell or a cantrip? Because I'm clicking here, it says limited use. It's, it's labeled much, under actions.
0: Right, so it's one of your, your class features. It's not technically a cantrip. You can do it at will. So you can do it one, you know, as an action,
6: basically. So can I use my movement? And Hugh, when you said I just hear, uh, somewhat hear that sizzling sound as the acid just goes past me.
0: You might have. It's very, very loud in there and very dark. So you might have. I don't know.
6: I'm gonna say I just barely heard it. Like I hear something that did not just sound like a steady gushing wind. So if I can, I want to use my 15 feet, but it'd be kind of like 10 forward,
1: five to the left. I love that we're using like coordinate plane movements. I love this. It's like you're gonna,
0: yeah, you're moving <laughs> Nine just like,
6: like a yeah, knight exactly.
1: <laughs> to king seven. <laughs>
6: And as I'm walking forward...
0: By the time you hit the 15th foot, you're out of the the range of the spell. You stepped through the barrier into non-sleet storm. Exit, page right. (laughs) The sun blinds (laughs) me for a second.
6: (laughs) Um, And as I was uh, making my movement, uh, kind of grasping my holy symbol, kind of touching uh, myself on the chest there, I want to use lay on hands... As all this wind is rushing past them, he just kind of mumbles to himself, Blessed be the Holy Ones, Lady Baroness, grant me the strength to carry on. And I want to use 20 of my 25 lay-on-hand pool. Gosh dang, bro. (laughs) Wow, nice. Oh, wait, uh, if I use 20, that would bring me up to 57 temporary uh, health points. Is that a thing, or...?
1: I will say because it's not giving you temporary, you will heal to the full fifty, but then no more than that.
6: Okay, so
0: may as well save the pool you have. Don't do the full twenty, then just get yourself back up to fifty.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm trying to do trying to do math. The
0: hardest one of the hardest parts of D and D.
6: So in that case, I want to use thirteen of my uh, lay on hand pool and bring back up to fifty.
1: Cool. That does take up your action, so. Oh man, now that you're out of the Sleet Storm, so Hune, you can now see your target, so what are you going to do?
0: Well, I'm going to drop the Sleet Storm, because that's not going to help me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm going to say, well done, you've passed the first test, and cast Heat Metal on his plate mail.
3: Oh shit! <laughs> you're an evil person.
0: <laughs> yes I am! Here gosh. comes fire damage. Uh, gosh dang, bro. So, you take 16 points of fire damage. Oh man! Burning hot, and you either have to keep it on and keep taking damage, or you got to take five minutes to take off your plate mail. That's a spicy meatball. Or go back yes, in the yes. sleep barn and cool
5: no, down.
3: No, no. I'm just gone. Dropped it. Oh no! I'm the only, only other thing, the fastest feet. and best way for him to do is to kill Hugh.
0: Yep. And I'm now going to move thirty feet away from him. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, also, you have to roll another con save because you just took under a smite up. For him, I think so. That's a different um, DC, I don't remember. Yes. I, oh, it just, is, you're
4: right. It's but, concentration for you,
0: right? And I have to stay within 60 feet. No, you
4: have to catch No, You, don't. you don't have to stay oh, anywhere near
0: that's right. Yeah, so now I can run. Yeah,
4: okay. You can even in some games go to a different plane and the spell keeps going as long as you are alive.
0: So uh, I, he needs to make a concentration check to keep his thunder smite on. Okay,
3: uh,
4: Holy con-
0: crap. I don't know what the DC on, is on this for a regular concentration check, though. I forget.
1: So usually the way that I run concentration is is that they have to meet or exceed their own uh, spell DC should they have any. So in this case, he needs to get... aesthetic, you need to get a 15 or higher in order to remain concentration. So what did you get? 23. You have good, you have con. good con. That is good. So now... So now your remaining concentration, but now you got a choice to make. You're currently on fire, or at least your metal
0: plate is. It's burning nuclear hot right now. It is red and hot and burnt, searing your
1: skin. So you have two choices. You can either. <laughs>
0: remember, it takes five minutes to take plate mail off.
4: Yeah, I remember. So that's how <laughs> um, many rounds? <laughs> and Hugh's being really nice right now.
6: <laughs> I know. That's what's kicking me off here.
4: Because I honestly thought he was going to entangle.
6: I forgot what was lay on hands. Is that an action or a bonus action? It is an action.
1: That is an action. action.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And you have to touch the metal that's heating up to heal yourself. Unless you have like bare skin somewhere. Stupid.
6: But when he does that, I just glare at him and I say, "It's not very nice, Hugh." And I just bolt straight at him. So you're gonna dash at me? Ooh, yeah. shit, son. Okay. Okay, since I use my move, that puts me right up there with you, doesn't it, Hugh?
0: Yeah, it'll get you right to me.
6: Okay. Instead of the full 30, I, uh, I want to do 25. That way I can still have a little bit of a distance there.
0: Well, if you're dashing, if you were dashing to me, that's 60 feet of movement. Yes. Um, <laughs> if you want to reach me, I'm, so I went 30 feet away from you. I was already 10 feet, so I'm 40 feet away from you. You, if you want to get to me, you've got to oh, double move. So oh, I
6: would have to. Use that. Okay, then. Yeah, yeah, I'll just do that then. I'm not getting near you.
1: I know what you're <laughs> going to do to me. <laughs> just, it's it's just, like a no, son no. You just Bear see hugs. this Paladin and just red
6: hot armor just bolting straight at you. Oh yeah,
0: I'm fully aware,
6: and uh, I'm going to try to whack you with my longsword.
1: But... Yeah, I will say because it is small enough. I will say he will get to you, but. Again, let's see if he shall hit you because you're currently on fire still. (laughs) You just hear Wick from the ground be like, ooh, that's gonna to himself is like, ooh, that's gonna leave a lasting burn mark. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, this is gonna get spicy.
6: (laughs) Oh, that's a dirty 20. Jesus
1: Okay, then roll for damage. Damage. That is nine total. What type of damage?
6: With the sword alone, that would be slashing damage.
1: So thunderous might because it's the, technically this is the first time you're hitting Hugh, you get an extra 2d6 of thunder damage as well. So roll an additional 2d6 and add that onto what you have currently. Nice. So, uh,
0: Mikey? Yes, sir? As he's doing this as my reaction, I cast Absorb Elements. Oh, shit. Well, <laughs> so I get a resistance to thunder. Um, so I think he has that, right, when he hits me? Yeah, resistance is you roll for damage and then you have it rounded yep. down. That's for the thunder, the th- slashing I'm still going to take, but I at mm-hmm. least have that. It's going to store one d6 thunder damage in my uh, scimitar.
1: Okay, so Daddy, go ahead and roll the two d6, and then you're going to cut that in half, rounded down.
6: Half that. That would still be three.
1: Okay. A total of twelve. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Ouch! You're quite good at that. Yes. Um. Are you? Uh, is that? Is that the end of your turn, or are you gonna?
6: Yeah, other than that, you can just hear Darak just kind of groaning from the shearing pain from the red-hot plate metal.
0: On my turn, I'm going to say, oh, how I've longed for this.
1: Oh, fuck.
0: I'm going to wild shape into a giant (laughs) scaly ape. Oh, shit. Uh, are there sides or walls to this, Mikey? Uh, to this thing, or is it just a flat platform? It's
1: just a flat
0: platform. Uh, then I'm going to use my bonus action to uh, go ahead and um, heat the metal again. So, <laughs> 16 more fire damage. Jesus! 16. 16 more fire damage.
6: Guys, uh, you can't do too much metal. Uh, me
1: <laughs>
0: and I think after Wildship, I can't do his attack yet, right?
1: No, because heat metal is an action, correct? And you already wild no, shape, so heat, heat metal is a bonus action, and I just use my action to wild shape. Yeah. So. Yes, that is. Then that is correct. Then. Perfect. Okay. Uh. So
0: then, uh, I'm going to try to get away from him. <laughs> uh, is he like right on me? I'd have to disengage as an action, right? Or else get an attack of opportunity.
1: Yes, because he is all up in the grill. <laughs> I'm
0: okay. I'm going to hang here, actually, as the ape. So, basically, I'm looking like, and because I still have the thunder damage charge from the absorb elements, I'm looking like Kong with, like, thunder fists, but, like, you (laughs) know, like,
1: still (laughs) like (laughs) you. Oh my goodness, I'd love to see it. Alright, so, Dedic, it is back to you, so Hugh just turned into, basically, Magilla Gorilla over here.
6: Again, I'm going to be stupid and just grit through the shearing pain. I'm going to Two-hand my longsword and just, yeah, whack away. You're going to hit me. I know this. Uh, 19 to hit. That hits. Okay. And that is 2d10 plus 2.
0: Did you make a con- uh, concentration check, then, when you took the damage to see if you still have it?
6: Uh, no, I did not. Uh, I don't. That would be a total of 5. So your thunderous smite goes... Bzzz. And again, I'm trying to figure out which one is my d10. Okay. That's a total of 8 damage.
0: Perfect. Okay, so I'm still in ape form. And Anything else
6: you'd like to do? Crap, it was an action to, to do that, wasn't it? Uh, the uh, lay on hands thing.
1: Yep, lay on hands is an action, and since you attacked you, that is your action. So, Mikey, when I turned into the ape, did, did the necklace grow with me so I look like I have a giant, like, you know,
0: like,
6: ape necklace now? Mm hmm.
0: <laughs> I just I hear deeper, the laughter. Deeper, deeper, deeper,
6: deep pretty, pretty. Question Can I use sanctuary on myself?
1: Let's see, you ward a creature within range. It doesn't say that it can't be you. A creature, so technically you can, and you can do that as a bonus action. I completely
6: forgot, but what does a Kindle Egg Sugar Bomb do again?
1: So, the Kindle Egg. Now, to use the Kindle Egg, though, that is an action which you cannot do this turn, but you can do next turn. If I but, figured I
6: wouldn't be able to use it.
1: At least not right now. Next turn you can, but the Kindle Egg. Just as a reminder of what it does is that it gives you resistance to fire damage and you can tolerate cold temperatures as low as zero degrees Fahrenheit without any additional protection for one hour.
6: Probably should have used one of those at the beginning of all this. <laughs> I
1: know that I could do that to you. I know it's not true. I didn't. So you can use sanctuary on yourself if you choose to, but that is up to you. Using a potion, that would still use an action, wouldn't it? That is correct.
6: Even though you guys couldn't see it, but like last time, I kind of clutch my holy symbol and I say, uh, I just simply say, uh, "Holy ones, grant, uh, grant me sanctuary."
1: And you cast sanctuary. Yes. Okay. So with that, that is going to end your turn. So Hugh.
0: All right, so here's my next clarification, because I'm using this to reactivate the spell. Obviously, I have to make a wisdom save to even just use heat metal against him, right? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's what's my DC on this? It would be his spell oh, spell d- DC, right?
1: Uh, d- 15.
0: Yeah, that's an 18 plus 7, so I think... Jesus! I <laughs> Jesus
6: Christ!
0: I am a Jesus. druid, and I have high wisdom. So you're taking another 16 points of fire damage, because my uh, D8s are rolling awesome right now. <laughs> So then I'm going to do my multi-attack as an ape. And on my first attack, I'm going to have a d6 of thunder damage on top of that. But I have to roll another wisdom save. The moment that
1: we've been waiting for.
0: I rolled a 17. (laughs) So my first attack is 6 points of bludgeoning plus 4 points of thunder damage. And my second attack is 9 points of bludgeoning damage.
1: Oh
6: my gosh.
0: And I'm going to stay put. Because if I move, I'm
6: going to get attacked. Either way, I'm down. Okay. But can I uh can I do a cinematic thing before uh Hugh explains what it is exactly that he does to yeah, pummel me yeah. into the earth? Yeah
1: sure. Now remember your shield is what shatters, so you personally don't go down, but your shield does shatter.
6: As Hugh uh brings those giant ape hands down to just pummel me, I know that this is it. So I just bring up my shield and I just yell as loud as I can. And then, <laughs>
1: Fatality.
0: As, as, as Hugh's doing, he's going. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to hurt. Please, but it's all apes. So it's ooh, ooh,
1: So yeah. So upon just the constant, literally, Dedic is Bob catching his hands. <laughs> he's literally catching these hands. So as okay. you, so as you continue to pummel, the shield shatters, and also, Hugh, you yeah, are declared the winner totally of this so match. Hungry. Jeez Louise. But yeah, so once the shield shatters, the stage kind of goes back down to the floor and the two of you kind of rejoin the rest of your compatriots.
0: Hugh, Hugh still in ape form, reaches out and just like makes a little heart on Dedek's uh, thing and then pats him on the head.
1: Aww. He keeps
0: away.
6: <laughs> As he does that, and he starts ape walking off. I go, love you too, Hugh.
1: Oh my goodness. Ed, you know what? I think that is going to be an excellent point to end the episode. So this was a bit of a longer one, but thank you for listening to another episode of Call of the Deep. So when we come back, We'll finish up with the epilogue of what has transpired, and then we will begin chapter two proper the next time we meet. So until then, to all of you listening, remember, take care of each other, love one another, and as always, let the good times roll. See you next episode.
0: This has been the Call of the Deep Podcast. To support us, please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you download your auditory escapism in podcast form. And, while you're there, leave us a five-star review. Even our intrepid characters are no match for the insidious algorithm, especially without your ability to cast aid on our stats. The music in this episode was Prepare for War by Alexander Nakarabi. You can find all his music at serpentsoundstudios.com. Tune in next time for more hijinks from the darkest depths of the sea on the call of the deep.